Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Convery. I am your host, Brian Convery. My guest today is Omar Abisama. Omar is a third year student studying software development and networking engineering at Sheridan College. At Sheridan College, Omar manages a community for over 900 students, bringing students interested in software development together for, for mutual learning and motivation. In addition to school, Omar spends his time learning new technologies. Omar is proficient in various technologies and programming languages, so many to mention, but a few to mention would be Java, Spring Boot, C, HTML, CSS, JavaScript, Node.js, React, and more. Uh, Omar's long term goal is to land a software development role where he can apply his passion to deliver valuable applications. He is also inspired to continue his passion for coaching and mentoring students in the tech field making sure they stay motivated no matter the hurdles or obstacles. In his spare time, Omar has multiple hobbies. He loves photography and often goes around the GTA with his camera to take photos of the beautiful landscapes. He also enjoys scouting for owls and he loves their mysterious and their looks, mysteriousness and their looks. When he's not outside, Omar volunteers as a tech lead at Sheridan Club called Academics, where he develops websites for the hackathons and more. Omar, welcome to the show. Hey, I'm really glad to be here. Thank you so much, Brian, for inviting me here. Uh, hopefully the listeners can now learn a few things. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited. I was so thrilled that you said yes to doing this. So let's have some fun and, and let's have you tell your story. <laughs> so, uh, so to get us going, I'm going to ask you a few kind of get to know you questions. What do you think is your superpower? Mm, what is my superpower? Honestly, okay. So I'm, I'm probably going to say like, being able to hype up my friends. So like usually when you have like a hackathon, for example, I think I can do a pretty good job of hyping up my friends and kind of getting that energy going. Um, so yeah, it's definitely gonna be that like motivating, hyping up my friends whenever we have to like work together on something. That's how, that tells a, a thousand stories about who you are. And I love that. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, cats or dogs? Definitely cats. I have a cat right now and her name is Poppy. She's great. Sometimes annoying. But she's she's really great. I think you might hear her in like the background at some points, and sometimes she meows and stuff. But uh, hopefully not. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, favorite holiday? Um, probably Christmas because it's close to my birthday. So it usually means double the gifts. <laughs> you know. Yeah. There you go. And we we exactly. both share that in common. So yeah, happy both early December birthday. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Me too. I don't know if you get double or sometimes you get gypped. I mean, I remember growing sometimes, up. I thought, yeah, yeah right? sometimes for me, it's like, uh, you know, since your birthday is close to Christmas, it's like, ah, uh, just, you know, birthday gift is fine. But like, sometimes I'll get those double gifts sometimes, you know. Nice. Nice. I've, I'm sure you've also got the Merry Christmas, Happy Birthday card combo that I've gotten a few times, but. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, happy early birthday for sure. And yeah, um, best compliment you've ever gotten. Um, it's a tough one thinking it, it's probably going to be like, I don't know. People say I'm really good at thinking of ideas. Um, so I'd probably say that like, I'm really good at thinking of ideas again, especially like when you have to do hackathons, I'm usually the one that like comes up with ideas. Uh, I know my friends are going to be listening to this. They know it's true. <laughs> I can probably <laughs> confirm, but yeah, definitely uh, thinking of ideas, especially when you so, need them. So like an idea generator. Pretty much, yeah. In human form. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Uh, favorite smell? Um, 
probably cinnamon. Definitely cinnamon. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. I love cinnamon uh, buns, though. Those are those uh, my favorite. <laughs> and they smell great. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm hungry. I need lunch yet. Um, okay, so let's let's jump right in. You know, as we were getting ready to talk, and we've been talking over the last little while, you and I, for the past, well, gosh, even longer than uh, a yeah, it's, year. it's been a few months. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, many individuals like you have made that high school to post-secondary and then and lately to your work uh, transitions. So I said a little bit at the beginning of the podcast, but I was wondering if you could take some time now, just maybe in more detail and for the audience's benefit to talk a little about your overall journey and, and what you've kind of learned along the way. Sure. So like for the record, uh, everyone, I'm 19 years old. So I was, in, uh, sorry, I graduated high school like 2019. And then I basically entered college, uh, at Sheridan College fall 2019. So, you know, I didn't have any like gap years or anything. I basically went straight for college uh, and I went for software development and network engineering. Um, so just some backstory in terms of like high school and just like why I have interest in software development. It's basically my passion. Um, and high school is basically like the tech guy. Um, for example, like I had a computer science class and I had a great teacher. I hope this teacher listens to this podcast, but um, <laughs> I'll send it over to him. Um, but yeah, like in high school, I had a, a computer science teacher and he was really motivating to me. And, uh, you know, he'd always give me an opportunity to, I guess, like create things that could maybe help the school, help him out. And, uh, the kind of making those projects and seeing them get used in high school is really, really motivating. Um, so that's kind of why I got into the software development field. Um, and then I guess yeah, I, I basically just applied to universities and colleges. Uh, I'm going to talk about this more later on. I don't want to talk too much about that whole like decision between university and college, but I ended up going with uh, Sheridan college, uh, because they have a great co-op program, three co-op terms is really great. And I think, you know, when you're kind of looking for schools, especially in my field, software development. Uh, computer science, uh, you kind of have to look for the co-op terms. I think the co-op terms, you know, are really important because they give you real world experience. Like if you had no like experience and you just have your degree, um, I think it's going to be really tough to enter this field. So that's something I was really looking forward to just like the co-op terms. I, I really kind of prioritize that over like actual school, to be honest. Um, cause like, you know, I think everyone can agree that real world experience is, you know, it, it just really important. Um, but yeah, I applied to Sheridan, I got in, and then I basically started in fall 2019. I was living on a residence, which is really amazing in my first year. I recommend that for anyone in the first year, you know, <laughs> join your residence so you can kind of meet people. Uh, I met a lot of great friends who are now basically my lifelong friends. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it in terms of my journey. I'm now like a third year student. Uh, you know, I have a, a Discord community. Uh, I usually just refer to this community because people aren't familiar with what Discord is. But basically, this community is just about like, um, it's like motivating each other, right? Um, so, like, when you go to college, right, a lot of people kind of have doubts about, like, you know, will I be able to get a job with just like a college diploma? And this whole point about this community is like to say, yes, you can. You know, there's a lot of alumni in this Discord or in this community that basically say, like, hey, you know, like, I have a job here at this company. If I can do it, you can do it. So it's basically just like motivating each other, you know, getting over and pumped up. And, you know, like I said before, you know, my superpower is getting people hyped up. So, you know, there's definitely a relation here. I just love motivating people and making sure that, you know, uh, whatever edu education they choose, they, they'll, they'll be fine. 
that makes sense. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know what? I totally forget that you're 19 years old when, and the fact that you'll be leaving the teenage years in a couple of weeks, but you know, what you've already developed as far as life skills and thinking about, you know, motivating others. I mean, that is incredible. And, you know, and I think just sharing sort of the, the, the experiences you've had already, I mean, you already have two co-ops um, under your belt already. And, uh, and the idea of that work integrated learning and real life experience is just something that's just going to elevate you and take you to greater and, 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 and more, more interesting opportunities, I think, down the road. And you kind of got in a little bit on how you chose your college, but did, did something influence you to pick your major in software development and engineering? And, you know, how did you, how did you look at that? Because there's a lot of high school students that listen to this podcast who are trying to figure out now what should they consider as far as a major and where should they go? Should they go far away from home? Should they, I mean, they're all personal decisions we all make, but could you, could you share a little bit more about how you chose um, Sheridan and, and maybe your major? Um, yeah. So basically uh, Sheridan was far from home for me and that's something I really wanted. So for example, I, I, I live in Hamilton, but that was like my, that's my home city. I live there. Um, and really, I kind of just want some time away from home and that might sound like maybe, uh, silly, but like, you know, after living in Hamilton for basically my entire life, I was ready to experience something new. So like, of course, my parents knew that, for example, like Mohawk college was nearby. Mm -hmm. So like when I told them I was going to share it and they, they did question like, Hey, why not Mohawk? And I was being honest with them. I was like, I said, like, Hey, like I've been in Hamilton really like my entire life. And it's just like, I really want to experience something new. Like I basically know everyone in Hamilton. And if I go to Mohawk, I'll be seeing like a lot of familiar faces. So by going to like a college like Sheridan, for example, right? At least that way I'll be saying, be seeing like a lot of new people, right? Like I met a lot of new friends at Sheridan. Um, and I think that's just something that it's like really important to me, right? Like being able to meet new people. I'm not someone that really likes sticking to like the same sort of people for their entire life, if that makes sense. I know that sounds rude. But it's like, I really just wanted to experience a different experience. So that's why I kind of moved to Sheridan, right? Pick Sheridan. Um, and then in terms of like picking my major, um, like I said, like software development is my passion. Uh, and primarily just like the ability to create anything from thin air, right? Like I, I, that's what you kind of find really cool about technology. Um, there really isn't like a lot of thought into it. Like for example, in elementary school, I would do a lot of like technology stuff for my teachers and that was really nice. Um, and for example, like my friends, uh, they would ask me a lot of like tech stuff, right? So it's kind of like, I, I already knew like exactly what I wanted to head into. Um, a lot of games also motivated me to, to go into software development. I'm sure you're familiar with this game. You've heard of it. Minecraft. It's a great game. I'm sure it's empowered. Like a lot of people's childhood definitely did for me. Um, but a game like that also motivated me to go into software development and kind of like pick that major. Um, cause that game, like it really changes the lives of million, like millions of people. It's not, that's not like an exaggeration. It's, it's true. My friends still play to this day. I still play to this day, even though like I'm 19. It's such a relaxing game and you can really do anything with it. And I don't know, just like a game that was just created in, I think like 2009, it's, it's weird that I'm still playing it to this day, but yeah, just like that thought, <laughs> um, that, that really did motivate me to, to go for software development for sure. Um, so it sounds like your passion for, 
for gaming, for software development, for creating things, even as a young, younger person, it's like a collision of sorts. It's like your, your interest, passions collided with your education. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just want to make something right. Like that thousands of people will use or like something that can help people. Right. For example, like Minecraft helped me personally. Like, you know, when I, you know, when I was at home, just playing games, right? Like Minecraft would be that game that I'd go to and I just hop on with my friends and help me a lot, you know, through some tough times. I won't lie, like, you know, high school and elementary school, you have tough times, right? Yeah. And Minecraft would be that game, you know, that really helped with that. Uh, can't lie about that. I think a lot of people who would listen to this could agree. Um, it's a great game and, uh, yeah, I basically want to do something similar. I want to create some, something it doesn't have to be a game. I'm not particularly into making games, but like maybe a platform that can help students or, you know, anyone in some way. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. Yeah. You're great, great goals and great, great objectives there. That's awesome. And, you know, sort of one of the questions I often ask is, um, you know, now you've experienced, like you said, the, the workplace too, and, you know, congratulations on what you've even achieved so far. And when you think about the school side of things and thinking about formalized education, do you, do you think about things that you've learned maybe through lived experiences or through, or through like a work experience with some of the co-ops you've done? Um, is there something that you think should be taught in school that, that, that isn't, or could be an opportunity to talk more about? Um, yeah, so I'm a bit biased here, but I'll, I'll explain, I'll explain. So sure. you're going to see coding. Coding is still in high school right now, but it's more of an elective. And you can kind of already hear from the government that they're kind of like trying to encourage kids to get into coding. But like the reason why I kind of say coding is like, it'd be nice if maybe schools or like, you know, the government forced students to at least do coding, but not just coding. And what I mean by that is like, it'd be nice if there's maybe like a course uh, in high school that kind of taught students, like a bit of everything, like a bit of like all sorts of trade, like maybe like a week dedicated to like, right. Like two weeks dedicated to like each trade or something. Right. Like for example, um, like two weeks dedicated to like cooking, right. Maybe someone wants to be a chef and like, they'll find interest in that. Maybe two weeks, two weeks dedicated to like manufacturing. Um, like a kind of course that combines like a bunch of like trades and like, uh, types of careers into one. And kind of just like having students, I guess, experience all that stuff. Cause like, you know, in high school, I had a lot of friends that really did not know what to do. Right. They like, usually they were forced upon like one path because they really like had no idea what to do. They, they had no one to talk to. Um, so I think it'd be cool if like, if that makes sense, like for a course in high school, mm -hmm. that kind of has a bit of everything and just kind of like let students experience that. I'm not sure how grading would work. But, um, you know, <laughs> I think they could figure out a way to do something like that, but hopefully that makes sense. Right? Like, you know, it does, just, it does. Yeah. It's like opening minds, right? Opening minds to what's out there and opportunities and, and I love the way you framed it. I mean, it's just, um, it's almost like life skills on, on career paths or career portfolios is the latest thing I've been kind of looking at as a, as a term. And. Um, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. I think that's something that's kind of, you're kind of left to your own, you know, to figure that out, whether it's talking to people or following in other people's footsteps and, and not, or not even knowing something exists. So I think, I think what you're talking about makes a lot of sense. Yeah, exactly. Just like, like, really, I, I talked to you this before, right? Like the other day, like I really had a lot of friends that just 
they really didn't know what to do. Um, and that sucks, right? Like most of that is because it's not like their fault at all, just because right. they really had no, no one to talk to in that regard. And they didn't really have like, they didn't experience like anything to help with their decision. So yeah, that's, that's kind of why I think like, for example, like, I think if there was like a force, like type of like coding course, I'd a lot of students would be interested in that, but right now it's like an elective, right? Yeah. Um, so I think it'd be cool to kind of like force students to do like these things as opposed to just like making them an elective. Um, right, right. Electives are like, you know, they make sense, but I think they should kind of be like more of a, a specialization. Like for me, like when I entered high school, I knew right away that coding was for me. So I picked computer science because I wanted to get more experience than that. Um, but yeah. Right. And because you were exposed to it as a passion, you got it, but there might be someone who similarly thinks it's a passion or, or doesn't even think of it or hasn't experienced it. But if they actually got exposed to it, maybe they would actually think twice. So exactly. I think that's a great suggestion. Um, so, you know, getting um, a little bit more personal now um, and thinking about, you know, these pivotal moments really that we've already started to discuss around transitional moments and time to look at change and embrace new things. Um, is there anything that maybe you want to share with the audience who's listening today about a challenge or challenges that you, you know, you faced? I know um, you're, you're, you know, early in this work career path, but you've, you've experienced life. It's not like you were just born yesterday. So, um, you know, how, how have you been able to overcome some of those challenges and was there lessons that you learned that, that you want to share with us today? Yeah. So this is something I've, I've kind of been wanting to talk about in this podcast and really my biggest challenge today is probably when I was in high school in deciding whether I should go to college or university. Um, that was really just like the toughest thing for a lot of reasons. Um, so in high school, I always like felt a lot of pressure to go to university because there's that mindset, right? That if you don't go to university, you're just like to quote like others, you're not as smart. And, you know, it's like something people say, it's like, you know, I'm not uh, BS or anything. It's, it's true. People yeah. have that mindset and it kind of sucks. And I can say, you know, you know, a third year student with two cops under my belt, I went to college, I'm at Sheridan right now. That is definitely not true. Um, but like, there are a lot of things that kind of like motivated me in picking like a college. Um, and something I guess we have to consider is like for people kind of looking for jobs with the college diploma, I think, you know, recruiters and stuff have to consider this one thing. It's like some people are kind of forced to go, forced to, go to college because like one, they might not have like the financial money to go to university, right? Um, and yeah, there's just like a lot of reasons, but um, yeah, definitely like going to college or deciding between college and university is the toughest thing. Um, I know, like I said, my parents were like wondering why I didn't go to Mohawk and said, but the things that they were also wondering is like, why did I not go to university? That was something they were always wondering because, you know, they always talk to like these other parents and they have kids that go to university and they always question like, hey, like, why, like, why college and why not university? Um, and that's a mindset I really hate. It's kind of like, it exists. Um, and I, I really hate it. Um, so in terms of like overcoming it, um, I think it's just like not letting the peer pressure get to me. Um, yeah. that's like the biggest thing, right? Uh, having the right sort of friends helps a lot. I had a lot of good friends that were kind of there for me and kind of just like said, like whatever you do is the best decision, right? But don't get like peer pressured by others, like, you know, telling you to, hey, like you should go to university, like University of Waterloo is one of the biggest uh, computer science uh, universities, right? You should go to there. And it's like, 
yeah, that's true. But it's like, again, I don't want to go to university because again, like I don't have the money for it. I don't want to stress my parents financially, that type of stuff. Right. I, I had to go to college. That was kind of like one of the things for me. Uh, I didn't want to stress my parents financially. Um, mm -hmm. I know like to my parents, they said it was fine and all that. Like, oh, don't worry. We can like pay for university. But it's like, I knew like deep down that like it wasn't a possibility. Um, so yeah, I ultimately just chose college and honestly, it's probably the best decision I've ever met, uh, I've ever made. Sorry. Um, yeah. it's just like, no. it's a, it's a three-year diploma, right? And it's like, it has three co-op terms. I learned a lot. I met a lot of people and I'm exactly where I wanted to be as if I went to university, like if I had went to university, um, I think I probably have a lot more struggles to be honest, judging from what I've heard from my friends in university. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's really no, what I, think I can it, say about that. Yeah, please. Thank you so much for for diving deep into that and sharing that, um, because I think you you hit upon a few points that I want to mention. One is the biases that exist between university and college, and you know, quite frankly, in education's an education, and that can come in so many ways of forms of experiences, both lived, post secondary, and from the job. Um, so. Um, I, I'm I'm happy to see that there's a lot more change happening in dialogues around, you know, how education happens, which is 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 so well needed and so sorely needed, I should say. Um, and you also hit upon the point of like, you know, barriers and obstacles, and you know, for people to, you know, pick pick their college or pick their universities, there's a lot of lot of back end situations that go into that decision. Um, yeah. And I and I really like that you shit you shared this because, um, you know, we've talked about that. I have in the U.S. I went to college before I went to university for my own reasons, um, and um, and both were valuable to me. But it's um, I think you hit upon another point here, which is, you know, uh, you know, sometimes you have to you have to look at the whole the whole situation and what's going to be right the right decision, right? Yeah. You're pretty much spot on. Like, um, I don't know. Like, I really don't regret going to college, but I am scared for the people that do. Like, I don't want them to feel that way at all. I, I really don't. I want people to feel that, like, oh my god, I went to college. Like, I don't think I'm gonna get anywhere in life. That is not true. But like, you know, I've talked like leading the community right uh, that I'm in. I definitely encounter a lot of students. Like every year around like September, people would join uh, the program that I'm in. Maybe like. Is it actually possible to get a job with this diploma? <laughs> like seeing that to me is it's it's really sad. Um, Can you share a little bit about that that group and how it works? I'm curious. Yeah, so basically it's an online community, right? Like that's mostly what it is. I started it in first year, um, and I basically just shared it around like online forums. Uh, asked professors to share it. I shared it in class. Um, so people just join. Uh, this like it's like a think of it as like a chat room, right? That's okay. basically what it is. It's like a big like organized chat room, um, with a bunch of channels dedicated for like first years, second years, third years, uh, alumni. Uh, and basically anyone can join. Even professors can join. I think there's one professor or two that are in the server or in the community that that are always like creeping around and lurking, which is really cool to see. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, basically like students join this and they just ask their questions. Like the point of it is just to be like, hey. Like, are you having troubles with like getting a job? Do you need someone to look at your resume? Um, 
you know, there are people here that have experience, like there are third years, there are second years that can always guide you um, based on their experience because everyone has dealt with like their own struggles. So there's a lot of people that can give you um, advice. That's kind of like how the server or the community works. Um, it's really cool. It's really cool. Like uh, I'm an alumni and I actually interview them uh, like for events. So I have like this kind of event where it's called Ask an Alumni. And I basically kind of like, you know, interview these alumni and ask them like, hey, like what kind of made you go to college? Like uh, the same kind of question you're kind of asking me right now, right? Asking the same question, like, why do you go to college instead of university? Um, and it's interesting hearing like all these sorts of reasons from the various alumni that I've talked to. From some people saying just like, you know, uh, you know, financial money and just like a bunch of other reasons, right? Um, that's not like, it's not like people are like dumb, right? Like they have these reasons to go to college. Um, but yeah, again, it's that mindset where people, uh, you know, think that like, oh no, people are going to think that I'm dumb because I go to college and it's, that's not true. Um, yeah, can't that's... That enough. I'm, I'm always going to talk about that. Like, I know some people might hate, uh, hate the way I talk about it, but it really does happen. And, and it definitely happened to me a lot in high school. Um, yeah. yeah, and I'm I'm sorry that's you know, and that let's break that stigma and let's break that through this podcast. I mean, yeah, I I and and honestly, first of all, it's developing that community that you've created and and uh, fostered, and what an amazing thing! Like that is people talking and listening to each other and and feeling you know fielding questions. Like that's why when I approached you and that's why I did this podcast is because I want students to talk to other students on scale to let them know that there are stigmas, there are biases, there are situations you can overcome. And you really, you really showed here some, some great examples of that. Thank you so much for really highlighting that. Yeah, well, no, of course. Um, sorry if I keep rambling about that, but um, no, yeah, it's, something, good. it's something I can't really uh, stop talking about. But, you know, hopefully for like maybe high school students listening, like if you're kind of in that situation where you're kind of deciding between college and university, like, you know, whether you have that pressure, it's like, oh, no, like my parents can't financially handle it. But like, you know, that type of situation, really like just just go with what you feel like, like you're 100% on. Like if you're on set for college or you're thinking like, oh, no, university is like more opportunities, this and that, but it'll stress out with your family. It's just just like, just go with college. If that's yeah. the situation you're in, there's nothing wrong with college at all. Honestly, like as long as it has like a co-op term or something, I think you're definitely in good hands. I think it's really the co-op terms that really matters. Um, if your college program has like a co-op term, you'll be golden. Um, I think that's really what matters. Now, I'm not saying yeah. like that university is like useless. Like if you're able to go to university, of course, go for it. But um, like there's nothing wrong with college. That's all I'm trying to say. It really is nothing yeah. wrong with it. It's great, great, great advice. And um, and thank you for talking about that. You know, I want to also interject another question. Um. You know, because I often get asked questions about hiring students and, you know, you know, and some people that listen to this podcast too ask me, like, why, you know, why would I hire a student? What does a student bring to the table? Do you have something you'd like to share for someone who's thinking, like, you know, we talked about colleges and universities, but also oh. about hiring yeah. a student and what they bring to an organization? Um, wait, so do you mean, like, hiring students from, like, college School. or just... Just, just like, in general, yeah. Like, what general. is this? Like, what if, what if you, you know, if I was a hiring manager and listening to this, or I was an organization who said, we don't have a campus strategy. You know, we're not. We're trying to figure out, like, 
why would what is the value in and what does a student bring to an organization from your point of view um so i think one thing that maybe i guess recruiters should kind of look for is definitely community involvement and i know that kind of might seem a bit like cheesy i guess but um for example like when i started at sheridan i had no community involvement at all um <laughs> uh like i really did not but then like you know like i said like I, I started like this community like after a few months um and funny enough like when i started this community a lot of like like in my interviews a lot of people asked about it like they asked like what is this community like what exactly do you do um i think kind of like having the community involvement is kind of helpful especially when you don't have like a lot of experience for example like i actually had no job experience at all i've never worked at mcdonald's or like you know i've never had like a, a fast food job or like a customer service job I, i've literally like never worked before i entered sheridan like I, so that was like you know a lot of people that uh i'm friends with at sheridan they had that sort of like you know like some sort of like customer service experience i had like none of that but um i changed that by basically being involved uh within the community and i think that really helped a lot and it definitely like popped out to recruiters without a doubt so i'd say like it's it's nice like for students if you have community involvement and for for recruiters i think it's definitely uh worth looking at that um if someone has community involvement, I think you should talk to them, basically. Yeah, and students bring such a fresh perspective, right, and new ideas to organizations as well through through those experiences. And um, we we learn so much uh, as you join organizations and bring those new ideas and creative ideas to the table. So that's that's amazing. Um, what do you think is your unique skill? I know we talked about superpower of. Um, of uh, motivating people, which is awesome. Um, do you, when you think about the skills you've gained and helped you along the way, what are some of the skills that that you feel have been helping you to navigate, um, you know, these transitions and and to be be successful? Um, so two years ago, I didn't have this skill, but like now, uh -huh. I'd, I'd have to say networking. So I, you know, when I entered like before I entered Sheridan, I really never networked as much. When I entered, I networked a lot. I definitely say that's like my unique skill. Networking is just, is so important. And you hear that from like everyone, right? It's true. Networking is really just like, it's, it's really important because like, sometimes you'll meet someone and you'll be presented with like a life changing opportunity, right? Like for example, you'll talk to one person, they'll connect you with another, and then they'll connect you with another. And like, maybe you'll like connect with this one person. And it lends into like a job opportunity or like, you know, maybe you'll start making a business with this person, that type of stuff. You always read about that stuff like on LinkedIn too, <laughs> but it's true. I've, I've personally experienced that, like, especially with you, you've pointed me towards a great amount of people. Um, and reading your LinkedIn posts has been incredibly helpful for me. In fact, you pointed me towards one person that I wish I'd met a long time ago. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely, definitely not working. I'd say it's yeah. I think that's a good one. And, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because networking is totally a skill. And, you know, we usually talk about human skills like collaboration and teamwork and other things, which are important. Um, but networking is such an amazing, uh, it's really connecting people. It's really the human relationships that are built. And, you know, even for us getting to know each other better um, and, and through this podcast, sharing your experience, like, 
thank you for sharing that because I think people, you know, kind of look at it as this object or thing to do, but they don't think of it always as a skill. And I guess, you know, I always talk about it, but I'm sure the more you network, the better you get, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like for my started like networking when I joined Sheridan, um, I really sucked at it. I didn't know how to like reach out to people and it just like, I don't know what to talk about, but, um, I've definitely gotten better, especially when I joined RBC, um, RBC in the summer, uh, yep. networking is like really easy. Like that's how I met you and uh, I met a few other people, but it, it's just really nice. Um, 10,000 coffees gonna give a shout yeah. out to them i met like i think two people from that platform um but yeah definitely just like network as much as you can it's it's worth it um even if you suck you gotta practice right like <laughs> like yeah you really gotta practice you can't just like get good at networking like right away it does take some practice and you'll get the hang of it pretty much um but you never know you never know what's going to come out of it you can't go in there expecting something right i think that's something you kind of have to remember you can't go like you can't start networking because you're expecting something, right? Like you shouldn't be using people. Like networking should really just be seen as networking. You're just trying to meet people and I guess like an opportunity will come your way. But don't kind of like use networking to your advantage, if that makes sense. Like don't use others. Is that what I'm trying to say? Like I think yeah. networking should be pure. Right? You shouldn't just be like, hey, you know, what's up? Give me a job, that type of networking. Try to make like a real connection. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, you nailed it. You nailed it. It's so true. It's, uh, networking conversations lead to opportunities. Opportunities can lead to more conversations and, you know, you know, leading with a job or leading with your resume and networking is definitely not, not the way to yeah. start a relationship. It's not how you build friendships even. So how would you, right? Like you got to make it a two way street. And that's what exactly. I love about it is I. I love talking over coffee or virtually in person, whatever it is, just, I always learn something, but some really great points. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's, that's really awesome. Um, back on sort of like a, a human, human sort of perspective, not that this, this whole conversation has been human, but what do you, what makes you happy and gives you enjoyment and satisfaction? Um, I'm definitely going to say, um, when students, like, you know, I, I mentor students basically, right? Like I, I have a lot of yeah. students that message me and stuff and, you know, uh, for the community that I run, um, it's really nice when the students message me like a year later and they say, Hey, I've landed like my co-op at this company. Uh, thank you so much. Um, it's, that is what really gives me like satisfaction. It's heartwarming. Um, and it's motivating for me on like, you know, to continue, uh, continue running this community and it's like, continue helping others. Um. Yeah, I definitely say that it's like when students message me like a year later after I've talked to them and helped them out, then basically like thanking me for, for what I've done. And, you know, sometimes I feel like I actually didn't do a whole lot, but it seems like the few words that I had said to them or the like few events I have run, uh, helped them a lot. So that definitely helps awesome. that. Yeah, that's awesome. And you're such a genuine person and such a, a giving person with it comes to that. So um your answer um you know obviously makes me smile and i i think that that's that's just such a great place to be in life and i can't wait to see what else you do uh down the line <laughs> as you get going here with other things but um of course you know i could talk with you forever and uh, we've had some amazing chats to date and 
um, I, as we start to look to maybe wrap this conversation, I just wanted to see if you had any like takeaways or thoughts you want to leave some of these students or folks that are listening in with um, from your point of view. Um, is there anything you wanted to to close with? Yeah. Um, so I guess one thing I'm really going to say is I repeated it before. Um, don't let peer pressure get to you. Um, and I guess my big reason for this is like, if you have a big decision that you have to make, like really you don't want peer pressure to get into the way of that. Because one thing you have to consider is that like, if you like, if you let peer pressure get to this big decision of yours, you'll be spending the next few years or how many years of your life based on this decision. Um, right. So really it's just like, make your choice, be your choice. As cheesy as that might sound, really just. Just listen to your heart, listen to what you want to do. Um, talk to others, right? You know, there's nothing wrong with talking to other people other than like your friends or whatever, like, right on LinkedIn, for example, like I always connect with like people, uh, just to kind of get an opinion, right? On the, like this big decision I want to make, for example, right? Um, but yeah, just like, don't be afraid to talk to people. Don't let your pressure get to you. Make sure your decision is yours. Don't let anyone control that. Um, yeah, definitely that. I like that. Make the choice be your choice. That's amazing, Omar. Thank you again. Yes. I you just nailed it on this podcast. I, I love <laughs> chatting with you. Um, you. I want to thank you so much for, for sharing your experiences and, and, and your insights and ideas. And thank you for just being a part of today. Of course. Um, thank you so much for having me and hopefully, uh, listeners have learned something from this and, uh, if you do need someone to talk to you, if you're in that situation where you're kind of deciding between a college or university or just like not really sure what to do right now, uh, feel free to message me on LinkedIn. I'd be more than happy to talk. I'm really, it's no, like, really, I, just, I don't mind at all. I love talking to people. I love meeting people. Um, I love being able to just, you know, change someone's life in some way, even if just like a little thing, really just reach out to me. Uh, I don't care at all. <laughs> Go for it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm sure you're going to get, get a few reaching out. And um, so thank you again. And for the listeners, if you liked what you heard today, please share this podcast with your network. This has been Coffee with Convery. And until next time, please stay well.